on FM 1071. Well, good morning, San Antonio. It is 5.06 now at KTSA. Phones are on, as they always are, 210-599-5555, and you can either call or text that number. Love to talk to you this morning. Jimmy's right there. Don is right over there. We got you covered with all the news and stuff that matters in your life this morning, and love to hear your thoughts and commentary on it as well. And, of course, a big focus the next few days will be the border and uh, how the Biden administration is responsible for importing poverty into our nation and changing our country in irreparable ways and we'll talk more about that as time goes on but what i've been doing over the past several months and with an intense focus over the past several hours and days is um looking into the news channels what they are reporting all up and down the border what independent reporters are talking about all up and down the border looking at the news footage listening to the immigrants themselves both on our side of the border and the Mexican side of the border, and what we anticipate over the coming hours and days. And Congressman Chip Roy will join me this morning at 6.50, and we'll talk more about this with him. But let me dive into what we know as of right now concerning the chaos at the border. Officials right now in El Paso are handing out flyers to illegal immigrants, telling them to turn themselves in for processing so that they can enter the United States. Processing is taking about an hour, and some are receiving court dates well into 2027, which you and I both know that means they'll never get to court. It'll never happen. Uh, What's going to happen, I I do believe, is they're going to be given amnesty, because once they're here, they're never going to leave, like DACA, like the others that have come in the country illegally. Uh, eventually they just end up being permanent residents of the United States. And then at some point, and it'll probably be after the election of 2024, if the Democrats win again, they will, with a stroke of a pen, do amnesty for however many millions have made it into the country. Basically, the, the border is gone, folks. I hate to tell you, but we don't have a southern border anymore for the United States of America. That was done by this administration and by the insane Democrats who are running our country right now. Lines and lines and lines of people stretching miles and miles long on the other side of the border just waiting now for tomorrow to come when Title 42 goes away and they are going to be welcomed into the United States with open arms. Meanwhile, while they are waiting there, kidnapping and crime is running rampant among them. There are cartel members there who are committing crimes and kidnapping people, and there are also themselves who are doing it to each other. Schools on this side of the border here in the United States have been transformed into shelters and migrant uh, holding places when these folks begin to invade the country beginning tomorrow. And that's what it is. It is an invasion. There will be no law. It's, it's, it's basically lawlessness at this point. It was announced on Fox News yesterday morning during Warren Rima that uh, Joe Biden has said, well, we're just going to deliver them in mass to bus stations, to airports around the country, to even convenience store parking lots. There's some, it, it is believed to be 700,000 to 1 million who are ready to invade. We have some estimates in Tijuana. We're talking about 6,000 who are in Tijuana right now waiting to come across into the San Diego area. In Juarez, Mexico, across from El Paso, there are some 35,000 who are sitting there. These numbers obviously are low-ball numbers. Uh, There's much more than that. And when you hear the encounter numbers, how many have been encountered, as an example, uh, 10,000 per day uh, yesterday, 10,000 per day, that's an all-time high. That number's low because there are many, many more thousands who are not encountered. They just come on in and they make it into the United States and away they go. Uh, As Don reported in his newscast a couple of minutes ago, Joe Biden, the president, says it's going to be chaotic. What the hell does Joe know? Uh, You know, he's a walking corpse at this point. and he doesn't know, you know, what day of the week it is. He doesn't know anything about what's going on. But he did say that. It was going to be chaotic for a little while, he said. 
Well, it's been chaotic ever since he got into office and totally changed our border and opened it completely up. And chaos has reigned supreme, and we've been reporting that on this show and on this station for several years about the chaos and what's been going on there at our border. But, of course, he also said, um, I don't know if we're prepared or not. <laughs> now, here's, here's an administration that's been in office uh, for two years, more than two years. They've had more than two years to get ready for this or to prepare whoever they got to prepare. And comes down to the day before that they're pulling this Title 42, which was ingenious, put together by Donald Trump. And he says, I don't know if we're ready for this. Well, I can tell you, you're not ready for it. And they're sending 1,500 troops there to do nothing but process people. Our military, line one there, Jimmy, our military has been turned into now processors, paper workers, clerical workers. That's what our military is doing. Meanwhile, uh, Governor Greg Abbott has sent more buses to sanctuary cities around the country in an effort to aid these people who are coming into the country and getting them to cities that are declared sanctuary cities. Chicago, New York, Philadelphia. Uh, in fact, yesterday morning in Chicago, buses uh, arrived, and now buses to New York City and Philadelphia are still on the road. Uh, since the governor started this program in April of last year, we have bussed over 17,300 to self-declared sanctuary cities like Washington, D.C., and New York and Chicago and Philadelphia. The places that for decades claim themselves to be sanctuary cities and they would be welcoming of these people well they're not now uh lori lightfoot and the and 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 uh, mayor adams in new york uh, they are showing their racism they don't want brown people up there no sir and so on monday border patrol agents for the first time apprehended more than ten thousand in one single day that's up from eight thousand on sunday so we do have some hard fast numbers of how many people the governor has been shipping to the sanctuary cities across the country. And now Lori Lightfoot in Chicago is screaming. She's calling this a state of, the, of emergency, and she is blaming Greg Abbott for the border crisis. We've known for a long time she's an insane Democrat. Well, she's showing just how insane she truly is. She says that they are refusing to work with immigration agencies like ICE because partnering with ICE would go against our mission to make Chicago the most immigrant-friendly city in the country and turn ours into a community of fear for immigrants. Chicago soon-to-be deporting, uh, departing mayor, Lori Lightfoot, has said that we're under a state of emergency now. And she said individuals and families inhumanely are being bused to Chicago by Texas Governor Greg Abbott. No, they're not. There's nothing inhumane about this at all. Uh, the bus ride is quite comfortable. They are provided with food and medical care along the way. She says that Chicago's resources are at the breaking point. Well, welcome to the party, babe. It's the way it's been in Texas for quite some time. And really, instead of complaining about Greg Abbott and the problems that we have had due to the insane Democrats who are running our country, you really ought to be dealing with your own problem up there where black children are dying at the hands of black people every day. Black-on-black black murder is a huge deal. The biggest, the biggest, the number one killer of black children in Chicago are black people. Nobody wants to talk about that. And this administration will talk about gun control all day long as long as it's your gun. You are a sane, law-abiding citizen, and they want to take your gun away, but they ignore black-on-black black crime in Chicago, where right now, this very minute, as you and I speak, the Chicago Police Department is telling businesses to install special riot-proof glass windows to protect themselves from criminals that are throwing bricks through windows in Chicago, as you have lawlessness running the streets in Chicago right now. So she ought to shut her mouth and do what she said she was going to do and welcome all these folks into Chicago and uh, get get enough cops on the streets and support those cops so they can stop the crime that is going on. 
Um, this is going to be very challenging for us the next several days and weeks as we roll forward with a completely open border thanks to the insane Democrat policies of Joe Biden and his administration. This is what we face. Our border is chaotic. It is a crisis. And no, Alejandro, you treasonous son of a gun, you. It is not secure, and it is not under control. So tell me what you think. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. I'm curious if you've seen any changes happening concerning this, if you've seen some changes to the city, or maybe you're outside of San Antonio. Uh, maybe you've seen some of the news footage of miles and miles of lines of people, tens of thousands lined up, ready to invade the United States in the next uh, coming days. And what is your level of concern about all this when you think about importing poverty, which is exactly what we're doing? We are a nation who is transforming into a poverty-stricken uh, nation every single day. The administration that has collapsed the dollar, uh, they have collapsed the bond market. They have brought about a banking crisis here in this country, raised prices for all of us, and now they're importing people who have no means of being able to take care of themselves. 210-599-5555. Your calls and comments coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. I don't know anybody. A Trump verdict from yesterday, and Tucker Carlson's in the news as well. A lot of focus right now is uh, on the border, and it will continue to grow as this uh, situation is spiraled out of control. Let's go to line one, and John, you're on KTSA. Good morning, John. Good morning, Trey. Uh, you got it right about what's happening, but uh, when you say it's the, you lay it at the feet of the Democrat, I'm going to have to disagree a little bit with you because, uh, well, you're going to have an exception to what I'm saying with Chip Roy coming on. He's a Republican that's doing something about it. But I go back to Governor George W. Bush when I used oh, yeah. to holler about the border, and it was Ronald Reagan that did the first amnesty. And you've got the turtle sitting up there running the Senate that uh, he needs to have been gone sure. a long time ago. Sure. No, hey, uh, John, we have no argument. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't consider uh, George W. Bush to be a Republican. He's, he's a rhino. He's a Republican in name only. Or at least I don't consider him to be an all-out American. I think he sold America out after 9-11. I think he has sold America out on any number of occasions. I supported him for a long time, but, but I was blinded. Uh, I, you know, my, my faith and trust and confidence in them was just kind of a blind faith and trust and confidence in them, and it was, the, it was uh, obviously has been shown to be wrongly placed. I feel that way about Mitch McConnell as well. I don't believe him. I don't trust him as far as I can see Mitch McConnell. He has no interest in protecting our, our country or our nation. So I, I kind of put all of them in the same camp, you know, and I, as you know, because you listen often, I've gotten rid of the labels, right? Uh, we, we use them because that's what everybody identifies as, right? Uh, but I, I don't pay attention to labels. I pay attention to what people do. And you're absolutely right about George W. Bush and the entire Bush clan. Wow. Hello, Richard. Are you there? Yes, sir. Good morning, Richard. Wow. That's, I can't take you, Richard. There's too much noise going on there. That's crazy. Hello, Ben. Go right ahead. You're on KTSA. Good morning, Trey. I just got another issue that's kind of going on with uh, the border crisis. Some of these smugglers, what they're doing is uh, they're killing a lot of these ranchers' dogs. I've got a I know. cousin of mine. She's south of San Antonio. I mean, south of uh, Sabinal. Mm-hmm. Her uh, her dog was drowned in the pool, and her other one was beaten near to death mm-hmm. uh, because they're just, you know, a barking dog will kind of alert. That's correct. And so... That's one problem, and I know another friend of mine had the same thing happen. And another guy north of Uvalde, he was, his dog was, you know, they, they lead him out into the brush, and they, mm-hmm. they will uh, catch the dog, and they will gut them from sternum to pelvis. That's it's right. Awful. That is correct. You're absolutely right about that. Thank you, Ben. I appreciate you bringing that up. And they're also killing cattle. Uh, They're destroying fences and allowing cattle out on the field. Plus, they're leaving behind miles and miles and piles and piles of trash. It's exactly what's going on here. They are threatening people on their own property, ranchers. um, I talk to them every day. Every day I talk to ranchers about what's going on on their own property uh, throughout Texas. And you are 100% correct in what you're saying. The dogs are one of the first to go because they are the alarm system. 
So when the first arrive, uh, the, the first illegal immigrants arrive on a piece of property, that's what they seek out. And if they hear a dog, they go get the dog. And you're right, they don't shoot the dog because some of them are not armed. Some of them are. Uh, but you're right about how they'll do it. They'll either uh, cut and gut or they will um, uh, shove the dog under some water if water is available. Otherwise, they'll strangle the dog. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry to be talking about this early in the morning, guys, but it's reality. It's what's going on. And it's happening to fellow Texans. It's happening to people who are sane and law-abiding citizens. And again, we're importing poverty and crime into the United States. Now, I know that there's some good people that are involved that are trying to improve their lives. I understand that. But I'm talking about, the, and the good people are the exception, not the rule on this right now. we got a bunch of people who are coming in here who are absolutely here to change the face of America in so many ways. And I'm not talking about the color. It has nothing to do with skin color. This has to do with who these people are and why they're coming. And, Sandy, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead. Yeah, I want to know who gave Mayor Ron the right to to say this is a sanctuary city. Because since he took uh, mayorship, our city has gone down. Homeless is up. Crime is up. And he can't see this um, if he continues sure. on. Yeah. No, he, he does see it, Sandy, and the people who gave him the right are, are the voters. Just this past Saturday, 61% of voters in San Antonio, or the 61% of those who turned out, voted to put him back into place and give him another couple of years of power to uh, exercise his destructive forces and policies in San Antonio. And I, I get criticized for calling San Antonio a city in decline, but we are. Now, it won't be realized maybe for a decade or so, but we're a city in decline real quick. The face of San Antonio is going to change real quick. The economy of San Antonio is changing as we speak, and it's not for the better. All right, when we come back, we'll talk some about Trump and this uh, this court case that was decided yesterday, and Tucker is coming back. Trey Ware, KTSA. Most water providers do a person. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. My favorite ZZ Top song. Mm. By my man, Justice, sing it, son. Yeah. I said, Lord, take me downtown. I'm just looking for some time. Uh-huh. Good morning. 5.36. Trey Ware here. The boys are here. There's Jimmy and there's Don. What were you in there yelling about? <laughs> I holler I'm st- locking out of the news and I hear you. <laughs> I holler stuff at Jimmy through the window sometimes. Oh, okay. just, just messing around. We just, you're just messing around. Yeah. So I'm curious. I saw the Smell-O-Vision story. Yep. That was earlier today when I took a look at it. I'm just curious. What would y'all like to smell? If you can smell... I don't want to smell <laughs> Westminster dog shit. <laughs> and Buddy Holly. Yeah. But Buddy Holly won. Yeah, Buddy Holly won. Yes. <laughs> Peggy Sue. So uh, what would you want to smell? Uh, you know, something really nice out of a well, really you know, nice restaurant? Yeah, maybe some of those cooking shows that are on TV. Oh, that's uh-huh. a good idea. That's that a be real right. good idea. Right? So, you know, you got bam. And then, man, ooh, I smell the bam right there. The bam's all over me. I can smell right. it. Yeah. Wow. So Definitely good. not pro wrestling or anything like that. I, well, <laughs> no, 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 no. NFL football no, on a Saturday not, afternoon. Probably not. I'll tell you what would be cool, NASCAR racing, because, you know, it's one thing to watch it on TV because this car is going around a circle. But when you go and you smell the tires and you smell the fuel, that right. changes your perception of it all If the you like the smell of burning rubber and fuel. That's no, great, man. Well, then put some WD-40 behind your ears and walk out for the I evening. I do. <laughs> what do you think I wear every day? That is one of my favorite smells. I for got some... a quart of oil in the what, corner WD-40? of my bathroom, man. Yeah, for some weird reason, I think WD-40 smells really good. Oh, man, man I, I had a friend that got hooked on that goop, 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 goop or whatever they... Oh, the, to clean your hands? Yeah, and he was smelling that stuff all the time. Yeah. Anyway, anything interesting that you'd like to smell? Some fine Parisian... Perfume or yeah, that wouldn't be too some bad. fine Parisian. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there too. Giselle Bunchton, whatever. You well, got. okay. What does she smell like? Let's see. <laughs> what scares me about those kind of things? Sometimes beautiful means and you smell bad. Wow. Like Ooh. like good cheese. That's kind of yeah, stinky. Something yeah. like that, or just not what you expected. 
You know, a lot of them smell like cigarettes because that's you know that's how they stay skinny, like you. Oh yeah, look at me, I'm skinny. Which what well, you are? Picture of health over there. I'm a, yeah, I'm a petite man. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a little ballerina over there. That's exactly right. What a pink tutu. So what? Okay, I know we've had those smell things. Like we used to have them right on, like on a laser disc or a DVD. You could that scratch was, and sniff. That was supposed. No, there was an electrical thing that was supposed to emit smells like strawberry huh. odors and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, but they all smelled the same though. Oh, I oh. remember those. Yeah, they okay. all smelled like chemicals. Like, yeah. Like fifteen years ago or That's something. That's right. You put the disc in the machine. We had one of those. So I don't know how. Okay, I guess I'm. I'm excited to hear the story. Yeah, me too. Um, the the stuff they can do with sensations now is amazing. This technology has been around for a long time. I'll tell you real quick about a a, a it wasn't a ride. It was a, more of a show that they used to have at Disney, where you went into this room and you sat in a circle and they put like the you know the bars they put on you when you're going to do a roller coaster ride. Yeah. So, but you're not going anywhere. It's, it doesn't move. But they put those bars over your shoulders, and you're st- you're sitting in this room and. In the middle, in a glass container, is a monster. It's like an alien monster, and this is the whole story that they're feeding you, right? Mm -hmm. That this alien monster has been captured, and here it is in the glass container in the middle of the room, and you're sitting in a circle in there with 200 of your closest Disney friends, and all of a sudden, the the place starts shaking, and lightning and thunder goes off and everything, and the lights go out, and you hear the glass break. I mean, it's pitch black, and you hear the glass break. Mm-hmm. And then lights come on like a flashlight from the guys that are working there, and they're walking around going, I don't know. Oh, and they shine the flashlight on the glass, and the, the, the alien's gone. The alien busted out, got out. Okay. So the alien is in the room with you. And all of a sudden, you feel walking on that bar over your shoulders the feet of the alien. Cocoon, cocoon, and the bar's moving up and down. And, you, and then he reaches down, and you can feel on the back of your neck the hot breath from the alien blowing on the back of your neck yeah. and you feel the snot from his nose land on you as well this is all so is this the 4d where you feel an yeah. actual yes and it's okay. pitch black right. so you can't see yeah. anything and he's standing on top of you and then he reaches down and tries to lift that uh, bar off of you to get to get to you and he, you can hear him go <sighs> And all that snot and, and saliva is falling on you, and everything else, and the hot breath is, and people are screaming their their minds out because it's pitch black, you can't see, it's, and you really think the alien is is taking you away. It's Scientology after all. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Instead yeah. of a small it's world, a, right? Scientology after. So all. this is like that. That's where we are with this entertainment stuff. It's wow. taking us right into that whole extrasensory thing. You know, they they have another one where they let rat, rats loose in a in a in a theater you're watching a show it's more of a lighthearted show and the rats get loose and they're running around and you can feel rat tails whip your ankles yeah. as they run by you oh, but there's wow. nothing down there there's nothing right. down there it's, it's these things uh, that come out these little like fishing line things right. they come out of the <laughs> seats underneath you and whip your whip your ankles you know? yeah there's at the tower of the americas they have the 4d thing going on um after do they t- really yeah you go down there's like this film about texas and everything else and there's this one part where there's like a bull or something it's been a, a while since it's... Like, they do hit you in the face with queso? Yeah. I, hey, you know what? I'd be there every day if that were the case. <laughs> but no, there's one as a bull, and it like, you know, the, you feel like the saliva. Oh, uh, And the then bull. there's one like a, ra- oh, a rattlesnake. A bull. Oh. Not a bull. I, I thought he said bull, too. Yeah. Sorry. yeah. A bull. Yeah. Bull. B-U-L-L. French, French accent. There's a rattlesnake comes at you, and you can feel the air down around your ankles. Oh, no. Head, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. That's when the gun comes out. I went out. to see that with my friend Pat <laughs> when I first moved down here. <laughs> and she screamed so loud, yeah. you know, yeah. that I thought something actually, I mean, I, it didn't startle me that much, yeah. but, you know. Rattlesnake around my legs, going to get a gunshot. <laughs> that's yeah. what, you know, that's the next thing you're going to hear, theater or not. Kapow. Because yeah. <laughs> that's what a rattlesnake needs as far as I'm concerned. Right? Yeah, I've had a few too many encounters. That's why I actually hire somebody to cut my grass now. Yeah. The first time I tried to cut my grass after moving here. I yeah, had, you live in it, Rattlesnake Hill. You know, I had it in, at the he same does. at the oh, same wow, time I had an encounter with a mountain of fire ants. Yeah. What the hell's up with that, by the way? Right, right. And then, you know, the rattlesnake thing. They came over on a boat. And I, you know, said, I mean, I'm not cutting the grass anymore. No. We have to, fire, have to hire somebody else to come in. Because right. I'm not, I'm not having any part of this. <laughs>
So the guy that comes That's his over, white supremacy coming out, yeah. isn't it? Uh-huh. <laughs> you racist, a right? A little, little above the Mason-Dixon line. The guy that does come over to cut my grass had an encounter with a rattlesnake a couple of weeks ago. Ooh. I saw the whole thing happen. And, and he acted like it was a mosquito. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. He just kind of swatted at it. Right. <laughs> I'm in the corner. Oh, God, keep it away from me. Right. He's over there swatting at it. I was kneeling down, cutting some pipe at the ranch one day. We were building some gates, and I was cutting some pipe, you know, kind of kneeling down. Yeah. And with a torch in my hand. And we had all that pipe stacked up next to us. And my dad says, look out. And I looked down, and out of one of those pieces of pipe between my legs came a snake. And he was raring up, getting ready to get me right in the butt or something else. Yeah. And uh, I threw the torch and jumped. And my dad said, what's wrong with you, boy? Burned that snake. Yeah, he picked up the torch and went, (laughs) no more snake. Just as calm and cool and collected. I jump out of my skin because the snake's going to get me right in the hoo-ha. And I'm ho- like, right you're not going to get me in the hoo-ha. <laughs> right in the hoobie-doobie. That's right. In the hoobie-doobies. <laughs> Still love that <laughs> word. You, you know what? That, we ought to make a meme. Here's Trey and the, the hoobie-doobies. Yeah. I, I'm going to call my next band the hoobie-doobies. The hoobie-doobies. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a good band name. <laughs> yeah. that's a really Our good first hit's going to be hoo-ha. I don't even want to see the logo you come up with for that one. Hoobie, Trey, no Trey and the Hoobie Doobies. I like it. Hoobie and the Rattlers. I like that a lot. Yeah. All right, got to take a break. When we come back, I'll address some of your texts, and the phone is open. And Donald Trump and the award yesterday, or what happened yesterday, and then Tucker Carlson's coming back. All that coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. Patriot Trees. song there for captain don morgan 552 now at ktsa so just got a text in here i like the smell of barbacoa and avocado with corn tortillas and good hot coffee this is what i'm having right now eat your heart out (laughs) okay thanks man i appreciate you sending that over hi trey it's alex here i listen to you almost every day don't know why you keep shutting down the idea of armed citizens being on the border i have texted you in the past about it you don't bring it up Guy called in the other day. You shut him down quick and hung up on him. No, Alex, I don't hang up on people. Um, I always tell them thanks for the call and I move on. Um, maybe in my career, uh, maybe hung up on two or three people, maybe. But that's not my gig. That's not how I roll. Um, and Alex continues, at least you should address it. Say why you think it's a bad idea. You just said this is an invasion from a foreign people. You constantly talk about how there's military coming in. Why shouldn't we uh, stack the? Bo- why shouldn't we mow them down and stack the bodies up on the borderline? Okay. Well, uh, first of all, I believe that if you're on your property, and I talk about this all the time, you're not going to find a greater defender of the Second Amendment and you having the right in the state of Texas uh, to defend yourself and defend your property and defend your loved ones, and that is to use deadly force if necessary. I can't, because of uh, laws and regulations, I cannot stir the people up and have them take up arms and go to the border. I cannot encourage vigilantes to go out and take the law into their own hands. It would be irresponsible of me, but also highly illegal when you consider the FCC laws and all those kinds of things. So I do not encourage vigilantes to go out and take the law into their own hands and start, as you said, mowing people down at the border. Um, sorry, I can't abide that. Uh, I do support uh, the idea of an armed citizenry. If you listen to my show for five seconds, I do support that. And I do believe that militia in the Second Amendment does mean you and me being armed and being ready to defend this nation uh, as the 1700s, so is the 2023 2024 time frame. But that is when the political uh, uh, establishment apparatus calls for that and asks for that and arranges for that, then we do respond in such a way. The difference being, if that political establishment moves against the people, and then that's a whole other issue altogether that has nothing to do with what we're talking about here. I don't hang up on people. I don't cut people off. I don't say uh, that it's a bad idea. Uh, The fact that you heard him proves that I allow people to to speak their minds unless they're just being inane and, quite frankly, stupid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't believe in sophistry, which wastes people's time, and I think that you probably know my feeling about wasting people's time, precious time, here on the radio or anywhere else, and I'm not going to allow that to go on either. I'm not saying that that's what the guy did, 
by calling in and saying that. What I'm saying is I have to be very judicious with, with uh, what I do here. I have great responsibility, and I'm very careful with it. Uh, but that's what I believe. And you certainly, with your space and your own, your own situation, have your Second Amendment rights, as do I, to protect and defend life and property using deadly force if necessary. That's, I believe that. All right, so uh, Trump to appeal the verdict in the E. Jean Carroll civil case says he has absolutely no idea who she is. The jury yesterday said he was not guilty of rape, but he was guilty of defaming her when he denied doing it. Now wrap your noggin around that one. The jury saying yesterday, no, he didn't rape her. No, no, no. But when he said he didn't rape her, he defamed her. And basically what he said, and I thought the comment that he made, one of the comments that he made about it was pretty, was, was, uh, ill-advised let me put it that way when he said well i didn't rape her because she's not my type nah what you do is you say i didn't touch that woman i don't even know who she is i don't even know this person and which he basically said and then he said you know she's not my type i wouldn't do that to her uh but let's listen to her she was on with anderson cooper was this last year? i think this was last year i played it when she went on his show and made these charges against Donald Trump, which, again, the jury said he didn't rape her, but he defamed her when he said he didn't. And here she is talking to Anderson Cooper about rape. You don't feel like a victim. I was not thrown on the ground and ravished, which the word rape carries so many sexual connotations. This was not this was not sexual. It just it it hurt. It just what it just, you know, I think most people think of rape as a I mean, it is a violent assault it is not i think most people think of rape as being sexy Mm -hmm. let's take a short break think of the fantasies Mm -hmm. we're going to take a quick break if you can stick around we'll talk more on the other side you're fascinating to talk to (laughs) that speaks volumes does it not and that should have been introduced as evidence into this case she thinks rape is sexy and by the way anderson you're fascinating to talk to. Hey, hon, he's a gay man. <laughs> just just so you're aware, he's a gay man. She's trying to put the shout on him right there. <laughs> it's not going to work. You're not his type either. But you're you, not Trump's type, and you're not Anderson's she, type either. But could you sense his bewilderment? <laughs> yes, well, that's yeah, why he, he, said he, he was fast enough. Yeah, he couldn't get out of there fast no, enough. No. She was eyeballing him. Yeah. And, and, and not even that, but her comments about the, the whole act... Yeah, uh, was well. Not, that's why he had to go. He was completely disgusted by the whole thing. He wanted to set this thing up to shoot Trump. That's right. what he was trying and, and to it do. Wasn't gonna, and he and knew it at didn't that go point. that way, yeah, did it? So it. when it didn't, you talk about somebody hanging up on somebody. He was trying to hang up on her, yeah. but she was sitting there in the studio. Right. So we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll come right back in a minute. You know, that yeah. was his attitude because right. she wasn't giving him what he wanted out of that interview. Yeah, he gave that one away real. It was pretty obvious. He was. I want to play poker against Anderson Cooper. <laughs> That's right. He's he, got no game face at all. He's just wide open, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. So, so I go back to what I said about uh, Trump saying she was not my type. You're really not Anderson's type for sure. No. <laughs> Definitely not. Back in a minute, KTSA. This is Mark Sadaski for 607-550-KTSA, FM 1071, Trayware page, KTSA.com. 210-599-5555. We'll get into the border stuff because I did some digging and got some stuff for you that I want to get to you. We're also going to talk about Tucker coming back and uh, and where you're going to be able to find him very, very soon. Uh, some more on this mall shooter from this uh, past weekend, some information being uh, released. And, uh, and back to AI. I've got some interesting twists and turns on AI I want to get into you. Uh, get to you in a couple of minutes here as I get this information out. You can utilize it as you so choose and call me anytime. And let's talk with Mike, who is out there taking care of us on the roads. Good morning, Mike. Yeah, yeah. How you doing today, Trey? You're doing a good job as usual, brother. I'm over here. I'm out over here and uh, let's see what the hell I'm at now. Yeah, I'm over here in uh, Tennessee. I'm in Tennessee right now. I'm headed back to Texas, though. I'll be there probably on uh, Monday. And then by the time I get back, Trey, as you know, uh, tomorrow, America will officially become a third world nation, as you can clearly see on your television. Um, uh, when this 42 expires, uh, you see what's happening in El Paso. Uh, these people are literally took over the streets of El Paso. I, 
I feel bad for the people of El Paso trade. They, they deserve better than this. This is supposed to be America. The videos and the, and the images I'm seeing on television from El Paso, that's not what America is supposed to look like. Uh, do you realize they said that over in here, if Joe Biden, like I said, he, he is a dereliction of duty. Like you said, he should have been removed. Um, do you see, do you realize they're saying now that we, they have an influx of chicken pox? I heard on the uh, radio the other day mm-hmm. and, and people coming in with chicken pox, the kids and, and the families. Then they said that they have bed bugs. Uh, these people are bringing all kinds of diseases into this country. We don't need, they're not being checked. They're being, uh, like you said, they're being processed into America and then they're being loaded on buses like a UPS package and shipped all over America, uh, shipping disease along with them. This this is totally disgusting. What's happening, Trey? I, uh, I can't believe that Joe Biden is uh, is allowed to get away with this. Uh, the guy's not doing the job. I don't know if you listened to Joe Biden yesterday. I was listening to your radio station, another station, and I had to turn it off. He was giving a uh, some kind of a uh, speech yesterday after that debt ceiling meeting. That guy sounded like he sounded like an old man in a senior citizen home. That guy does not need to be in the White House, Trey. He this guy here is is uh, not mentally uh, stable, and uh, he's running the country in the ground. Uh, at this point, you know, a lot of people say, well, I just said, how can they let Joe Biden get away? At this point, I don't even think Joe Biden knows what's about to happen tomorrow. That's how that's how much out of space this guy is. I don't even think he realizes that 42 is expiring tomorrow. And, and, and guess who's going to pay the price? The good people of Texas like me and you. And luckily, the only one last thing before I hang up with you, Trey, hopefully you can have Greg Abbott on. The only thing that's saving us, from even being overrun worse than what we are now is Greg Abbott. And the, and the people of Texas, they need to let that man know that they appreciate what he's trying to do to at least slow down the flow of these individuals. And I thank you for taking my call this morning, Trey. Be safe up there, Mike, in Tennessee. I'm supposed to be in Tennessee right now. I had a series of meetings to go to, but canceled and stayed here because of this. So I appreciate it very much, Mike. I've, uh, always great to hear from you. So he touched on a lot of points there, and he's absolutely right Then, uh, when you're talking about individuals who are coming here, and we can talk about the exception rather than the rule, but the rule is right now you're importing poverty. And when you import poverty, what do you get? You're not importing rich people. You're not importing people that have skills. What do you get? You get more poverty. And that's exactly what's happening here. The disease is another issue. Uh, Yes, we have seen a rise in RSV among children. Respiratory diseases among children in our country since Joe Biden opened the borders. What is happening is, yes, he mentioned chicken pox. That is one of them. TB is another one. Diseases that we have eradicated from the United States, and one of the very important reasons that you control your border is to keep disease out. That's why Ellis Island, back at the beginning of the last century, Ellis Island was utilized. People had to prove they had a sponsor here to take care of them if they couldn't take care of themselves, and they also had to prove their game plan for their future, and they had to prove they were well and not sick. Well, Joe Biden's not doing any of that. So, yes, there are sick children that are coming into the country, and they are being taken to school because the Constitution says and the law says we have to educate these kids. And so they're being put into schools. The size of classrooms have exploded now, and you ain't seen nothing yet. And, yes, not all of them, but many of them are carrying diseases. They're coming from third-world countries that still have those diseases, where those diseases have not been eradicated yet. Uh, so that is certainly another issue. Joe Biden is importing poverty. He's importing crime. All while trying to take your gun away. <laughs> now think about that for a minute. Joe Biden is emptying our arsenal in Ukraine. We have to beg countries that we gave weapons to to send those weapons back to us now because we don't have enough, and we're sending it off to Ukraine. Joe Biden is likely taking bribes for policy change, or he has in the past. Joe Biden has crashed the value of the dollar. Joe Biden has been responsible for increasing crime in America. Joe Biden has caused record inflation and Higher interest rates in America, making it more difficult to buy a dozen eggs or anything else. 
Joe Biden destroyed our energy independence. Joe Biden has allowed enemies to spy on our nukes. Joe Biden is applauding child sexploitation and mutilation. And yet, the legal system, the DOJ, the FBI, all of them, and the media, is conducting lawfare against Donald Trump. What you saw happen yesterday was a miscarriage of justice, and it will continue. He will be indicted again on a number of accounts as we move forward into the political season. Why? Because they know Joe Biden cannot run against Donald Trump, mano a mano, nose to nose. Donald Trump will wipe the floor with him. All they got, the only thing they can do, is drag him through legal turmoil and legal hell and bloody him up as much as they possibly can to make him unappealing to suburban women. And that's exactly what's going on today. They don't care about the fact that poverty and disease is being imported right now into this country. They don't care that our military is being turned into weak-kneed, limp-wristed wimps. They don't care. They really don't care. That doesn't matter to these people. What matters is control, staying in power so they can control your life. Jaime, go right ahead. You're on KTSA. Hey, good morning. The only thing, the, the only thing I disagree with Mike on is, and kind of what you were saying right now is that Joe Biden ain't running this country. It's not him. He's just a he's just That's a correct. face in front of it. That is There's correct. There's other people there, and the only other way that we can control this this influx of immigrants that are coming in is the the only thing that made a difference is when they sent a couple to Martha's Vineyard, flood Martha's Vineyard with immigrants with all these people that they're importing, and see it make a difference. I bet you they will stop everything. But other than that, they say they care about what's going on in Chicago, New York, Washington. When we send them, they really don't care. They just want. They just have to put it out there. But send them to Marcus Vineyard, and I guarantee you, things would change very quickly because that's where you cannot mess up. Yeah, that was a stroke of genius, Jaime. Thank you. I got to jump and run. I got to make a break here. But that's right. That was a stroke of genius on behalf of Ron DeSantis. The way we stop this is put Trump back into office or somebody like him who is going to be tough on the border, seal the border up, and go back to what America is meant to be. This is not America. This is not America. This is a, uh, a recipe for disaster, a prescription for the downfall of our country. And that's what the people around Joe Biden want, ultimately. All right, quick break. Uh, 210-599-5555. River City Oral Surgery. Dr. Mark Capricorn at rivercityoms.com. That's where you'll find their prices. That's where you'll find the details about their practice and the kinds of services they can provide you. You see, he's all about uh, transparency at River City Oral Surgery. He believes in just letting you know what's going to go on, right, and telling you exactly how the procedure works and then how much it's going to cost. How many times have you gone to a doctor and uh, you go through the procedure and you pay your copay as you're on the way out, or sometimes now they get you on the way in, right? And you pay your copay, and uh, next thing you know, you get another bill from your insurance company weeks or months later and you had no idea what that number was going to be you you may even thought you were going to get a bill right okay i know i've got a bill coming but you have no idea what it's going to be and it's, it's a guessing game well look dr havercorn at river city oral surgery has erased all that guessing game because the prices are right there on the website you'll see exactly what you're going to pay before you even make that appointment river city oms.com Cloudy and humid today with a high of 85, and then heavy rain is expected here from Friday night into midday on Saturday. It's 68 right now, KTSA. Good morning as you get into your... It's true. Everyone wants to rule the world, or at least all the insane Democrats want to. <laughs> it's a 621 210-599-5555. All right, so I did a deep dive over the past several weeks and months into what's going on at the border. And the last few hours, I can give you an update on what's been happening down there. First of all, officials in El Paso are handing out flyers to illegal immigrants, telling them to turn themselves in for processing to enter the United States. Why are they doing that? Well, uh, number one reason is they're trying to clear the streets before the onslaught happens. Uh, I've been telling you all week about the people who are sleeping on the streets of El Paso, have it all completely mucked up with people everywhere. Uh, and you can't even hardly drive around the streets of El Paso. It looks like a third-world country because, you know what, that's what it is now. And that's what our country is on the way to becoming. Again, you're importing poverty and disease and crime. Not that there's not some good folks in there. 
But I'm talking about the broad brush here. I'm talking about the rule, not the exception. And you've got a big problem that's coming in, and when you import poverty, that's what you get. And we're going to have to support poverty more in the United States. Instead of importing prosperity, which is what you're supposed to import, you're importing the direct opposite. You're importing poverty into the United States and disease. So they're trying to clear the streets before those lines and lines and lines on the other side of the border begin to come in here. They also have been watching, you know, the network television, or particularly on Fox News. The other networks aren't really showing it. But the people in the White House have been watching that, and they're going, wow, that looks really bad on TV, man. All those people all over living in tents and and sleeping and pooping on the ground in the middle of the street. Uh, you know, that looks really bad. So process them now and get them off the streets, and that's what they're doing. Some are receiving court dates in 2027 at this point. That's how far out they are, which means they're never going to get a court date. They're never going to be processed legally. What's going to happen is if this administration, if this rabble, if this insane Democrat uh, group gets back in power, they're just going to give them amnesty with a stroke of a pen. Lines and lines of people, miles and miles and miles long on the other side of the border. I have some numbers I'll share with you in a second. Schools in El Paso and other cities up and down the border are being transformed into shelters. Is that what our schools are supposed to be? I mean, they're bringing them in and they're putting them in the schools, letting them sleep in the schools. Kidnapping and crime is running rampant in these groups. Kidnapping and crime. Many of them are reporting they were kidnapped, they were taken over to Tijuana, then they found their way back to El Paso, to Juarez, or wherever, and that's where they are. They're getting kidnapped, crime, rape, theft is going on in a huge way. What? What's to make you think that it's going to be any different once they're settled in our communities around here? In Tijuana alone, they have counted about 6,000 immigrants waiting to go into San Diego. In Juarez, which is just on the other side of El Paso, there's about 35,000 there. Overall, we're talking about 70,000 or 700,000 to 1 million who are lined up and ready to come into country. The president of El Salvador has said that there's about 80,000 there ready to move into America And the same is true with Colombia. About 80,000 have lined up in those uh, countries and and ready to come here. Governor Greg Abbott has uh, fired up the buses, and he has been shipping them out to sanctuary cities like Washington, D.C., and New York, and Chicago, and Philadelphia, as quick as the buses can travel. Joe Biden has been releasing them en masse now, according to Fox News yesterday, totally sidestepping the the way you're supposed to do it, the legal way you're doing it, and just taking them and dropping them off at convenience stores and bus stations. Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago, says, well, this is all Greg Abbott's fault. Well, you know what I think about her. She truly is insane, right? And she lives in a city where black-on-black crime is killing black children. She won't even talk about that. She won't address that. And, in fact, she, she has been running a city into the ground in Chicago, where the PD in Chicago is now telling businesses to go out and buy the special riot-proof glass windows for their businesses to protect themselves from criminals who are throwing bricks through windows and getting in and stealing stuff and harming business owners in Chicago. So she ought to shut her, her mouth and, uh, and take care of her own city. And she said she's proud to be a sanctuary city and has said for years, I don't work with ICE. I don't work with you know, deporting people. All those things that she has said for years now up in Chicago. So, honey, live with it. You got them. Now live with them. Now, what this is proving and what this is showing is that people like Adams in New York and Lightfoot in Chicago and Newsom out in California, they're racist. Their racism is showing clearly because they don't want brown people there. We already knew they didn't like white people, but they clearly don't like brown people. They want them out of there. Like it, Martha's Vineyard. Matt, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go right ahead. Well, good morning, Trey. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. See, I ran across something. I was looking around on the Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum. That's the agenda they're pushing upon us. No borders and all that stuff. Correct. Why is it that, literally, go watch, why is it Greg Abbott a supporter on his World Economic Forum? I have no idea. You'll have to ask him that. I don't know. 
I, I just find it out, so I'm gonna start digging a little deeper. I don't know. Is, is he what, is he a supporter the of the world? Is he a supporter of the World Economic Forum? Yes. How do you in know that? Face, he's on the, the World Economic Forum. His face is sitting right there as a supporter. What on the right website? Right underneath it. Yes. I don't know. I, I have not asked the governor that. In fact, I haven't had a conversation with the governor in weeks, so I don't well, know. I have no need, idea. We need to start digging. Literally, we need to start digging because obviously there's a red flag right there. Well, sure. No doubt about that. All right, Matt. Thank you very much. 210-599-5555. You want to comment on any of this? Uh, Good morning, Trey. People who have not lived in a border town have no idea what is coming and is at hand, especially with open borders. And that's from Norma. Yep, it's true. You're right, Norma. More on that coming up. And Tucker's coming back. Tell you about that. I want to tell you about Stevens Roofing in San Antonio. In fact, wherever you can hear me right now, Stevens Roofing will come to you and will do a great job replacing or repairing your current roof. They're local. And you know I support local whenever I can. Go for the local and stay local, live and local. And your folks over at Stevens Roofing are local roofing contractors. Working hard every day, they give you a free roof inspection. They climb up on top of your roof. They look at every aspect of it. If you've got loose shingles, they'll identify that. If you've got an area around the vent pipe or the chimney that's not right, they'll identify that as well. Uh, Stevens, Stevens will do a fantastic job replacing your roof with uh, top-of-the-line shingles or even standing seam metal, whatever works best for you, whatever you decide is going to work best for you. They'll also work with your insurance company to get you reimbursed. They do it every day, and they've helped thousands of people in our area deal with a tough roof situation. So get in touch with them anytime. And that's Stevens Roofing at stevensroofing.net. When it comes to getting work done on your property, dance around the ball. The Disco Ball. Trey and the Hoobie Doobies. It's uh, 6.36 now, KTSA. <laughs> Chip Roy coming up this half hour. We'll talk about the border and what's going on to border. So Jimmy is here and Don is here. And uh, last hour I asked you if the smell of vision becomes a reality. And the way I look at it, it's one of those VR things, isn't it? You put a mask on your face, and then yeah. it squirts something on your nose, which, you know, that sounds like a whole lot of fun to me. Like, I want to spend a Friday night with a big old mask on my face squirting stuff on my nose, right. whatever. <laughs> like a CPAP. You yeah. know? <laughs> right, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. sighs> you've got sleep apnea or a commercial for Domino's Pizza is right. on TV. Exactly. Right, exactly. <laughs> See, that would be... That would be where you could win with this thing. We, we talked last hour about what yeah. you wanted to smell. So you're yeah. watching the commercials, and for whatever you're watching, yeah, right? Well, that's what I'm, I, I assumed that's what it was for, for, for the most part. Oh, yeah, because that, commercials. man, Olafactory is the yeah. biggest seller in the world, right? It brings back the quickest memories next to your You got ears. it. You got it. I can smell stuff and remember my kids, remember my parents, you know right. what I'm saying? Sure. And so... I think I'll flip that upside down and ask you boys what you wouldn't want to smell. <laughs> so you want to smell a pizza? That's fine. Right. And uh, I don't. I don't remember last hour what you what else you guys said you wanted to smell. Cook, cooking channels. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. 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 Where, where wherever the spiky haired blonde haired dude is going to be next, Guy Fieri. Wherever he is next. Yeah, we don't want to smell him. No. But the restaurants he's, yes. he's featuring. We would yes, like I said, Texas Pride Barbecue. That's what I want to smell. I want to smell some Texas Pride. That would be good, yeah. Mm, yeah. So what don't you want to smell? Oh, I got too many jokes and it's too early. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's pretty good. You want to smell a summer breeze? Yeah. No. What? Because it's the product, Summer Breeze. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, no. I take, it, I take it that's a deodorant. Let's just say that, yes. Yeah. Okay. We'll leave it at that. But maybe the... Uh, you know, suntan lotion that reminds you of the beach. Oh, man. Yeah, maybe a little copper tone. There's yes, like copper that. tone. Yeah, Let me tell you it. what. You want to go to heaven, smell, just flip next time you're at Walmart, flip the top open on Hawaiian Tropic and take a, take a whiff. Because that'll take you right to, the, the, that'll take you to Alamo Heights Swimming Pool in 1978. Yeah. Whoa. Right. right? Sure. But that's not something you don't want to smell. Yeah, something you don't want to smell. Yeah, Man, there's so many. Did things. I throw you a curveball? No, not really. I'm just trying to think of the worst worst thing possible. Fertilizer. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that stuff that Edgar put on my lawn last week. Exactly oh. right. <laughs> no, it, I, yeah. I swear there's dead bodies out there. 
<laughs> but with all the rain yesterday, I'm good lord, you. yeah, it made it even worse. So thank you, Edgar. I appreciate yeah. that. I don't know who's in my lawn sleeping right now, Jimmy Hoffa or somebody, but yeah. I appreciate that. Hey, my neighbors, w- my neighbors really appreciate it. You know, any wastewater treatment facility comes six p.m. I don't want to be. Yeah, I see that you know? that too. Yeah. Sometimes the restroom back here when I walk by. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely not that. Yeah, Mm-mm, that's going to be unique because. Yeah. I mean, how are the, I, I'm not questioning technology, but right. let's say it is a commercial and it's a nice plate of street tacos with cilantro and lime. Yeah, yeah, they're going to have that in there. Of course, right? Yeah, awesome. <laughs> He's getting a fantasy going over here. Yeah. Wow, I'm going to smell street tacos. But you know, then wow. you have, but you have to take the good with the bad, though. <laughs> right? You know, I mean, if you're watching CSI and they've got the Vaseline exactly. under their, you know, putting Vaseline under their nose so they don't have to smell what they're exactly faced with when they walk in. You know, do you get the Vaseline smell or do you get the decomposing you're, body smell? Right. What are you going to have? Your skunk walking around back here, the one yeah. that meets you at the back door all right. the time. Yeah, that's something you definitely don't want to smell. Not at all. Does Ray want to? Weigh in on this? All right. Ray, go right ahead. What don't you want to smell? The ladies on the view. <laughs> <laughs> point ring. <laughs> Give him a rim shot. Hey. Oh, no, that's a point. Rim shot's Ray. just for giggles. Uh, that's yeah. a point. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. good. Thank Ray. you very much, gentlemen. I enjoy you every morning. Thank you, man. I appreciate it very much. That's awesome. That's that was, a good one right there. I do not want to smell me view. some whoopee. Ten out of ten, Ray. That's yeah. the last one I want to smell is whoopee. Yeah. No, sir. Or any of them. Behar, Joy I don't know Behar, the rest of them. Sonny, yeah. Bo- Sonny Poston, Boston, Hostin, Hostin yeah. whatever her name is. Behar right? yeah. probably starting to smell like Nana. You know what I'm <laughs> She's getting up there. Like she Nana. really is. She's she really is. <laughs> Was that a problem when your grandma would, would lean over on you? Did, did you smell the eucalyptus and the tobacco all at one time? Yeah. When she, she leaned over to give you a kiss? Yeah, like, the, the old school honey. The old school cigarette holders yes. that you pop open. Yeah. yeah, yeah she my, had that. My great-grandmother dipped snuff, so I could smell that when wow. I go give her a kiss at night yeah i'd lean over to give her a kiss and she couldn't get out of the bed by that point you know she's really up there in the years but she was a snuff dipper and i could smell and that wasn't the that wasn't the cherry stuff you know what i'm saying back then they didn't have those different no. flavors they had one flavor and that was full-on copenhagen tobacco <laughs> hey baby come here give me a kiss oh yeah. do i have to mama yeah, yeah you yeah. do come here give me a kiss oh okay uh, you'd hold your breath yeah no, my grandparents, my grandmother didn't choose snuff. Really? Neither of them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of, speaking of people in my life, um, Christian uh, reached out to me yesterday because there's a really cool thing ca- happening this weekend, um, and it's the Dr. Elaware historical marker that they're putting up out in Stockdale. Right. Dr. Elaware, from 1870 to 1949, I believe, delivered more babies. I think it was 6,000 babies that she delivered this area. Yeah, and I started hearing about that when I was growing up. That she, uh, wow, you know, that's your that's your great great aunt. I said, yeah, sure was, and I had no idea. Well, she delivered me. She delivered our entire family and all that. She would get in the horse and buggy and go out and do it. And she worked in the rural areas, so there wasn't any money. So they actually paid with chickens and goats and whatever. And she little house on the prairie, totally little house on the prairie, totally. Mm -hmm. And she was, I think, the first female or one of the top three females that ended up in the AMA. Yeah, and so because back in that time, even the nurses were men back then. You know, yeah. we're talking the late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. So, yep. uh, she became one of the lead doctors in all of America and right here. But anyway, this weekend they're having the marker dedication down in uh, in Stockdale. I'll get you all the details about it. Kristen's going to do a story on it, so he oh, asked okay. me about the, the info. Right. So I did a little interview for him earlier. So. Oh, great! Okay. Yeah. And that's how they, that's how your your great aunt got paid. Yeah, that's pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Well, back then, I mean, depression time and everything. Sure. They didn't have money. Yeah. In the rural areas, and so that's how they did it. And uh, you can look her up, Doctor Ella Ware, and uh, she's buried right there in Stockdale, right next to my parents. When my brother was born, the uh, my my parents moved soon afterwards, and so the hospital bill came in years later. Because yeah. they, the hospital couldn't find them. Right. You know? So that was the big joke for my, my brother when he was growing up. I'd say, you know, they didn't pay for you. <laughs> so I will call Bristol Memorial Hospital. 
and have them come get your ass. Reject, reject you. You don't start listening to what I'm telling you. You've got to hold you yeah. hostage. And when I saw him in October, here's my brother, a 50-year-old man. I'm still giving him that game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to so call I'm a hospital. Call them right now. They owe, Let they, them know. We owe you. We owe the hospital. Are. Absolutely. You know, they'll come collect you right now. you got to work it off by mopping floors. Exactly right. All right, Chip Roy, going to join me next. We're going to talk about the border. I want to tell you about Window World at windowworldtx.com. That's windowworldtx.com. More than windows. Of course, they've got the most beautiful windows you can imagine, replacement windows that are the most energy efficient as well. At the best prices, you see Martin, what Martin does is he sells more. And so because he sells more, he can hold his prices down. And uh, it's called volume buying and volume pricing. And so they're going to cost you less, but they're going to be better quality windows, and they're going to look fantastic on your home or your business, whichever you choose. How do I know? Because I'm a customer. We did it and love them. We love our window world windows. But it's more than just windows. You've got siding. You've got doors, all kinds of stuff for the exterior of your home to make it look great to improve the value and improve your living space. That's Window World. Check them out at windowworldtx.com. If you're going to buy a UTV, there's no better UTV. You do that. It's at 210-654-5155. 210-654-5155, the number, and that's uh, just a voicemail. You can leave it right there. And then listen for yourself at 550 and 650 weekday mornings here on KTSA with Trey Ware. And uh, <clears throat> we uh, anticipate uh, Chip Roy to be joining us any minute now. We're going to talk about the border. But when you think about the overall picture flying 30,000 feet above what's happening to our country right now with the insane Democrats running the show, he's importing poverty at the border while at the same time trying to take your gun away, importing crime at the border, and who knows what else, while trying to take your gun away. He is emptying our arsenal in Ukraine, Joe Biden and this administration, the insane Democrats are. We're having to call other countries and say, can you send us back those missiles so we can send them into Ukraine? He is uh, likely taking bribes uh, for policy. That's the investigation that's going on right now. He has crashed the dollar through his insane monetary policy here, causing record inflation and interest rates to spike to the point where people are basically shoved out of the marketplace. Where... Right now, today, the vast majority of Americans, more than 85%, by the way, is the number, cannot put their hands on $1,000 cash if they had to. Think about that. He has destroyed our energy independence. And again, when I say he, I'm talking about this in in total uh, insane Democrats who are in charge right now. Has allowed our enemies to spy on our nukes, the nuke spots where we actually have nuclear weapons that would defend this country, not for offensive purposes, but for defensive purposes, and they are there, and, you know, they're in Dakota and places like that, but he has allowed China, an avowed enemy of ours, to look down on those nuke sites. He has and continues to applaud child sexploitation and mutilation. In fact, the good Catholic that he is, ha, 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 the abortion-supporting Catholic, uh, uh, by the way, abortion at any time, according to him, uh, he thinks you're a sinner if you do not agree with him that children as young as three to five years old can't have their bodies mutilated in a surgical procedure that they say is transforming a boy into a girl. When you know, you know that's not going on at all. In other words, it's not transforming them from a boy to a girl. You are what you are when you're born, and that's what you're going to die as. The problem is not between your legs. The problem is between your ears, and I say that over and over again. These are the things that Joe Biden stands for. So... When he talks yesterday about, well, it's going to be chaotic at the border for a while, and I don't know that we're prepared, how long has this guy been in office? How long has this insane Democrat Party been running the White House? And to say to us two and a half years later, we're not prepared down at the border, I don't think, I don't know if we're prepared or not. Well, we know that you're not. We've seen it firsthand. We've been there. We've gone to the border. We have been around the border. We have seen the reports from the border. We have seen what's going on in our own community. We have seen San Antonio being trans, the downtown area of San Antonio being transformed, fundamentally transformed, and communities all over our area. I have seen 
at this point, probably thousands of pictures from ranchers all over Texas who have had their property violated, their dogs killed, their cattle released onto highways where people are driving 65, 75 miles an hour up and down IH-35. This is reality. This is what we're dealing with. We, of course, have seen the drone footage that has been flying over these miles-long uh, groups of people that are waiting to get into the country. And in fact, the latest number is 700,000 to 1 million are about to invade the United States of America. And don't tell me that doesn't change who we are when the vast, vast, vast majority, if not all of them, are poverty-stricken individuals, and many of them have diseases. This is not immigration. This is invasion. This has nothing to do with legal and fair and right immigration into our country. Joe Biden and the insane Democrats who are running this country right now, they have a duty and an obligation to defend our borders and defend who we are as a people. But give me your dad and your boy and your hunger, you hear so many times from the insane Democrats. Uh, first of all, that didn't mean everybody who can is willing, or any, everybody who's willing can come. Didn't mean that. Our borders were controlled uh, for a couple hundred years. And we watched over who came into this country. That was the whole point of Ellis Island. They had to go through an island before they were allowed onto the mainland of the United States. And they had to have a plan, and they had to prove that they were disease-free, and they had to have a sponsor who would carry them so the American people didn't have to. But that's not what the insane Democrats believe. The insane Democrats believe we all ought to be po. That they ought to be wealthy, that they ought to ride around with guys with big guns to protect them, but you are defenseless out here, and you are to be taken down a notch into poverty, destroying the middle class by importing poverty and people who have no skills, essentially, to come into this country to become wards of the state. That's exactly what you're seeing happen right now at our southern border, with no plan in place whatsoever. Hundreds of thousands, if not millions, fundamentally transforming the United States. At these numbers, if these numbers continue... We're talking about anywhere between 5 and 7 million people will be brought into this country on an annual basis. And yes, they will be giving, given amnesty if the insane Democrats win in 2024. And by the way, they're going to manipulate AI. We're going to get into this in Warren Rima in order to try to win 2024. They're going to pull out all the stops because they see that they are about to collapse the greatest country that's ever existed on the planet. And they're so close to it, they're going to taste it. So, yeah, the cheat's going to be in for the next presidential election and what's coming up. So uh, that's basically where we are. I don't know what happened to Chip. Uh, he never made connection with him. He never called in. So we'll just reschedule and get him back on at another time. So Warren Ryman coming up next. We will talk about the border and several other big stories of the day coming up. KTSA. If you're going to buy a UTV, there's no better UTV than...